Welcome back to the Be Brave and Beautiful ooh, 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 podcast. Ooh, I love the energy today. Thank you. It's the coffee. Oh yeah, highly caffeinated. Wow. I mean, welcome to back to the podcast. Good thing you didn't have a Celsius. Yeah, Grayson said I couldn't have a Celsius, but I was allowed an iced coffee before today's episode. So today's episode is sponsored by Cold Brew and from Trader Joe's. Yeah, from Trader Joe's. It's but not the best Celsius. Time. I can handle my Celsius. I can have Celsius at 9 p.m. and go to bed in 10 minutes. But when Michaela house her Celsius, it's Ooh. like the demon's taken over and it's Grayson. a completely different person. I still love you. Yeah, I don't know what happens. My heart literally races and skips a beat. It's too much Multiple caffeine for beats. me. Yeah, let me know if you are like me and you can't handle your Celsius either. But, well, anyways, if this is your first time tuning in, this is my husband, Grayson. He's mm-hmm. been on prior episodes. I'm and- the braver. Oh, oh, you're the brave to the beautiful. See what I did. Nice. Um, but we're so happy that you guys have joined in on today's episode. We are going to be sharing five things that I am ditching in 2023 as we round out this year and head into the new year of 2024. I don't know about you, but I just have like a good feeling of 2024. Like, I'm very excited. I think it's because I, I have just... a good feeling for every year. Okay, well, that's a good mindset. Yeah. For me, I just love an even number. Like, mm-hmm. I thought 2022 was my year, and we mm-hmm. got married in 2022, so which it was, was your awesome. Year. It was my year. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, yeah. but 2024. 2023 was like, eh. Nah, just yeah. Just being odd. Yeah. Yeah, like an yeah. odd number. Yeah, 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 it's just off. Yeah. 2025, watch out for that one. Oh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> 2024, I'm very excited for. But So, for those brave and beautifulers that have listened <laughs> on a consistent basis, you typically. Have come to find come to find that Michaela is the interviewer. Yes. But now she's going to be the interviewee. Oh. She's on the hot seat. I am on the hot seat, and you'll and be asking all. I'm going to be the question. Questions. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I'm very excited for this. Anyways, we're gonna. I'm going to be sharing, and Grayson will be chiming in. But I'm going to be sharing five things that I just really want to say goodbye to to forever as we enter in a new year. And mm-hmm. I would love to hear you guys' list at the end of this episode. Like, please DM me and message me what you're going to be. Doing because we can all learn from each other and we can have each other as accountability partners. So, all right. Beautiful. Okay, so question number one. What is the first thing you are leaving behind this year? Yeah, I think the first thing that I'm like, I don't want to bring this into 2024 is just negative self-talk. And Mm -hmm. I'm just going to get like real vulnerable in all these points that I'm sharing. Um, But I've noticed that as this year has progressed in 2023, I have just like fed into so many lies. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of us have our own lies that we've believed um, and the enemy likes to cater toward our weaknesses. We all have different weaknesses. And it's very funny that I've named this ministry Brave and Beautiful because those are the two exact areas that I get attacked in mm-hmm. um, is my courage and in my self-worth and mm-hmm. in my self-esteem and how I view myself. And so, you know, the, these past couple months, I've had a lot of like hormonal imbalances with my health and that's caused my um, like cystic acne to flare up too. That's caused just my moods to be off. And so I would say between all those flare ups and between like my moods just being a, literally all over the road, as you know, I've struggled with my skin and I've struggled with like how I view myself to the mm-hmm. point where like I'd literally apologize to you. I apologize to people that I would meet on like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I like just feel ugly today. Mm -hmm. And I would literally preface conversations like that. Mm -hmm. And so I've been feeding into this lie of like, okay, you're not presentable. Mm -hmm. You don't look good. Mm -hmm. You're 
ugly and they're literally all lies like Mm -hmm. I can't even believe that like the enemy has taken over that much of my mind and that much of my Mm self-worth and so you know you it's very funny you've been such a pivotal person in my life to like remind myself of what Jesus says over my life and that's a huge part of this ministry too is to remind every woman and even guys listening of how God has uniquely and you know beautifully created you yeah. and every fiber of your being and um, it reminds me of this proverb it's Proverbs 4:23. it says be careful what you think because your thoughts run your life mm-hmm. and I was like dang this proverb really just like put it into picture for me of like wow what i'm thinking and the lies that i'm believing actually are going to come into fruition totally like didn't you see kind of a change in me too these last couple months of like with my cystic acne and you would literally say like you need to say you're beautiful yeah i just think like every everything we say has power so true yeah right you know the the bible talks about the power of the tongue and the largest ship in the world you know look at cruise ships the way they steer is a rudder Mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, it's a large rudder for that ship, but the the Bible compares our tongue to like a rudder. Mm. You know, it can it, it's it is very small, but it can start forest fires. And I think it's very important for us in our life to just, gosh, yeah. I I, I it I'm very passionate about it, but not not something I I don't struggle with. I struggle yeah. with it. But something that comes to mind is our pastor, um, Alex Damari. Uh, shout out to Gracie Tampa, mm-hmm. um, but he he says that we can't control the first thought, mm. but we can control the second thought and the action. Mm. And I think that's key. It's like we we I don't even know how many thoughts I have a day. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably had two thousand thoughts just after this drink of coffee because it's <laughs> going through my bloodstream right now. But I think it's it's very important that once that thought comes into our mind that we do not give any truth to it until mm-hmm. we filter it through god's word mm-hmm. um or through what he has to say about us it's like if you have that thought gosh i look so ugly today no that's not true at all yeah that's a thought and it's okay to have thoughts because we are human right and that's also a tactic of the enemy because he knows that's maybe that's an area you struggle with is mm-hmm. your self-worth so he's going to attack you there and attack mm-hmm. you there and attack you there and even when you feel like you are well defended, he's going to keep attacking you. Exactly. Right? So I just think it's so important um, when it comes to our thought life to not play into those thoughts and to not allow those thoughts to fester. Mm-hmm. You know, I think something that um, I always try and like, you know, make you better in when it comes to your thought life is, and I do this too, it's like a thought comes in and we allow that thought just to sit there. Yeah. It's like, oh man, maybe that is true. Oh, yeah. And then it sits there all day. And at the end of the day, we believe it. A hundred percent. It's become who we are. Right. And that's the thing is the enemy comes in and just plants those little thoughts. And Mm -hmm. and when it does linger and when it does sit there, and maybe it's because we're in a season where you could be a little bit bored. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like the enemy likes to come in in those small moments, but then he also likes to come in like right before something big is about to happen, whether you're experiencing breakthrough. And it's like what you said. It's like take every thought captive. Like you got to grab that thing and just like say, enemy, you have no hold over this area of my life. So yeah, that's been a huge part for me is... You know, I'm, I'm ditching that. Like, I'm so over feeling like I have to feed into the lies and, and allow them to take hold of my life. And ultimately, it's like, Jesus wins at the end of this. We're just giving yeah. into a waste of time here, you know? It's totally. like, 
Yeah, and, and it reminds me of the beauty of Psalm 139 too. Is like God literally took time on each and every single one of us. Like He formed us in our mother's womb, mm-hmm. and you know, then we look back in the mirror and we're just like, okay, but if you could have just made my skin clear, if I just didn't have cystic acne, if I just lost five to ten pounds, you know, like we're literally saying to the Maker, mm. you didn't do a good enough job. Yeah, it's like literally kind of offensive to yeah. God, you know. No, totally. So that's no, really good. Um, yeah. yeah, I think. Uh, the next thought I have yeah. um, is, you know, coming into 2024, leaving 2023 behind, um, I want to talk about distractions. Yes, yeah. Um, so we've talked about thoughts. Yes. And I, that was a good conversation. Um, <laughs> now I want to talk about the distractions that I have, and I'm curious on what you have, but my mm-hmm. big distraction, and you would agree, is TV. Mm. Um, and it's something that... Ooh. <laughs> I think it's something that I waste a lot of time in and it's not even there's sometimes where I'm not even watching anything I want to watch. It's just so nice to sit on the couch and, and to do nothing, and yeah. just to tune out. Mm-hmm. It almost allows me to decompress because my job is so people oriented and I talk probably on the phone 30 times a day yeah. in two hours and am always picking up phone calls. I'm always seeing people face to face. It's just consistent FaceTime and I come home and I just want to sit there and just, blah, you know, like veg out in front of the TV. Oh my it's gosh, just, yeah. But it's such a big distraction. And the amount of time that I waste, especially on the weekends, of like, no, I could go read a book. I oh could, my gosh. I could better myself by doing something for you or for myself when it comes to reading a book or learning a new talent or skill, whatever it is. There's so much time um, that I'm wasting, Yeah. especially for the how quickly our life goes away. Mm-hmm. I'm wasting so much of it by just sitting in front of, in front of the TV. Oh so my gosh. I definitely something I want to leave behind. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Mine's not TV time, but it is still screen time in some way, shape, or form. And it's mm-hmm. obviously on my phone, on social media. Um, but before I go into all of that, I think we truly are the most distracted generation to ever exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about like our ancestors and like they would literally like go out and farm and harvest and make their own bread and go like chase the chickens outside. And like that was their day. And like the only distractions. Yeah. And here I feel like, especially recently, and I don't know if anyone else feels this way, the distractions have ramped up on a whole nother severe level. And I don't know if it's the holidays. I don't know if it's like just more apps available but it's like every single thing i do i can't seem to focus and maybe i do have a little bit of adhd and i do work in social (laughs) media but i'm just saying like we as a generation Mm. like all of my sisters all of my friends we can all agree we literally live so distracted and you know this is something that we have to take a hold of mentally physically and especially spiritually because i don't want to wake up and one day we're 65 years old and we're like how did we just waste mm-hmm. our whole life just mm-hmm. scrolling and just feeding into the 24-hour cycle of the news and of the feed of what everyone else is doing i mean that's the thing is like we're on these apps and it's only a 24-hour cycle like yeah. whether you're on snapchat instagram tiktok you refresh the next day it's all new stuff yeah and so it's crazy the time that we give into that is just truly 
thrown away. And we have to be so careful and such good stewards of what God has given us. Yep. And so really I just want to go from distracted to disciplined in mm. 2024. And I just want to change that D word into disciplined and set those boundaries in place. And I know there's like so many podcasts on this and so many resources available on how yeah. we can limit our screen time. But I truly believe like we can't do it without the Lord. Yeah. Like there's so many like digital diet plans and like detox your digital screen time. And it's like, great. Thanks for the 10 day step. But then like, how do I long-term manage this? Totally. You know? And I don't have those answers yet. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I, I kind of want to throw it over to back to you too. And like, I know you said you sit in front of the TV as like a time to just decompress and not talk to anyone. So like, how do you feel like you can set up the boundaries to have times to decompress, but it's not involving a screen? Oh, I think it's just, I think it's just what you said. It's being disciplined. You know, it's also setting up my routine. You know, I come home and the first thing I do is sit on the couch. Yeah. If I want to stop watching TV on a consistent basis, then the first thing I need to do when I come home is not sit on the couch. Yeah. You know, I think we're so like, yes, be disciplined, but also I think we need to change our routine up because a lot of what you're scrolling could be is like, you don't even know it, but it's just so routine. Yeah. For example, you wake up, you go to the bathroom, you come in the kitchen, you get a glass of water, and then you grab your phone and scroll. And you don't even know you're doing it because it's so subconscious. It's just what you've done oh for my a gosh. year. It's muscle memory. It's muscle memory. Mm-hmm. It's like when you delete Instagram for a month, you're, the first week you open your phone, you scroll to where Instagram was. Yeah. And you forgot you deleted it. It's like, oh, shoot, I deleted it. But your, your mind and your muscles and everything is just so used to doing it every single day. Isn't that crazy? So I think you just got to switch it up. Yeah. And maybe that means, you know, I'm coming home and I just go straight to work out. Right. Or maybe that means I come home and I take Archie on a walk. There's so many things that I can do to switch it up so that, because like, you know, when we have plans on a consistent basis, I'm not even thinking about the distraction of TV mm-hmm. because I don't have time to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying we need to fill our time because I think sometimes we need a little bit more of it and less of a strict schedule. Yeah. Um, but I think it has something to do with kind of mixing up the routine a little bit. I love that. Yeah. It's like you have to trick your brain, you know, I think there's also the other side too of it, of like just God waiting on the other side and like just seeing Gus like go straight to these screens and he's just like, I've been here this whole time. Like how much stronger spiritually of a generation would we be if we dedicated the time scrolling to the time in the word and the Mm -hmm. time praying and the time actually like serving God's kingdom. There's just like so much work that needs to be done spiritually right now, you guys, that like the last thing we need is like to waste our time on the phone. Like I just think it's like, wow, we we really don't have time for that. You know, and I think I'm starting to feel that urgency is like, holy cow, I don't want to just waste all of this time. Yep. So that is the second one. There's three more we would like to share. Uh, the next one goes hand in hand though with distractions and I want to ditch procrastination. Mm. And with distra- distractions comes procrastination. And for me, I want to ditch procrastination on the tasks that are right in front of me short term, but then also the procrastination of like the God dreams that have been in my heart. Yep. Um, and a lot of that has to do with like literally just doing it. Like Greg, Craig Groeschel, if you don't know him, he's the pastor of Life Church. He's amazing. He has this quote that says, procrastination is the number one enemy of progress. Just do something. Do it now. And it's funny because it's like literally with procrastination, you just have to do yeah. what is on your heart. Yeah. And so for me, 
I struggle with procrastination because I doubt my ability to get whatever is in front of me done. And so that goes back to the first point of kind of that like self-worth and understanding like I can do this. I can do hard things. I can do the task in front of me. Totally. Um, And so, yeah, I kind of want to hear from you too. Like there's the other side of procrastination where you can work really well under pressure, you Mm -hmm. know, with that healthy pressure. Mm -hmm. But how do you avoid procrastination like overall. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I feel like you're pretty I'm good the king at of like procrastination. No, I feel like you actually like when there's something in front of you, you just get it done. I, it just depends what it is. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it almost goes back to our number or point number two where it's like limit distractions. Um, and I think it's for me, in order not to procrastinate, I need to limit the distraction of my TV because mm-hmm. that's what forces me to procrastinate to force, is yeah. sitting on that couch and saying, oh, no, I'll do it in two hours. And then in two hours, I'm so tired because I was sitting in front of the TV. Right. So I think that's what would help me stop procrastinating. Um, but I think it's all it's it's also like approaching approaching the um, pro, approaching procrastination from the thought of tomorrow's not promised Mm -hmm. so why set aside what we can do tomorrow when we can do it right now right now um because in the bible that's what it says you know tomorrow is not promised yeah um there's no guarantee we'll make it to tomorrow Mm -hmm. um so live every do everything we can today to glorify god and i don't think procrastination is something that's going to bring glory to god yeah because that's not doing everything that we do for his glory and doing it with excellence yeah yeah so yeah, and I would so say, I don't have an answer on how not to procrastinate because well, I struggle with it. But yeah, I think for me, we all struggle with yeah, it. Yeah, I think for me, it's limiting distractions because yes. I can procrastinate by having my phone in front of me and like even at work, you know, I'll just sit there and I'll do thirty minutes of work and then I'll be on YouTube for two hours because I got <laughs> bored and I procrastinated what I needed to do. Yeah, you love YouTube. I do love you. You love YouTube shorts. Yeah. But yeah, I do admire that you are like a very disciplined person. So I don't think you procrastinate for long. And some people procrastinate longer in increments than others. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of the Hebrews 12, 11 verse. It says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who've been trained by it. And this just goes hand in hand with procrastination procrastination is you have to be disciplined you have to limit yep. the distractions and these are things that we want to carry on in 2024 yes um okay so moving on what is the next thing that you're leaving behind Ooh. in 2023 this one is good i would say i definitely am I'm ditching toxic gossip. Um, and who, I don't know if any of the ladies are listening right now, but man, this one's hard because as women, we love to share the tea. Mm-hmm. I love the tea. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. This is me being totally vulnerable. I love the tea. I know that we bond. Like girls literally will have sleepovers to share the tea and bond over gossip. And I've been very convicted of that. And actually, I've had two things happen this year of like feeling. I, two accounts of me gossiping that I had to be responsible for my words in front of that person and it ultimately hurt the relationship and it brought a lot of pain and it just hurt feelings between between them and mm-hmm. it, it was on me completely and I had to really come to the Lord and be like God how do I get better at this um and so that's something where it's like 
yeah, we have to take accountability for the words we say behind closed doors in front of people and what's in darkness will always come to the light. And so that's something that I'm just like, I want to ditch this. Like I am so tired of wasting time in that area. And that's the thing. It's like, ultimately you're just bringing people down and you're wasting time, Yeah, you know, and sometimes boredom breeds gossip and so you need to go to the root of it is am i talking about someone because this is just something we can do when we're all together and i'm bored you know Uh or am i talking about someone and i'm uplifting them and it's the opposite and we were trying to find a solution because they're in a situation where i'm trying to help them does Uh that make sense Uh yeah i I think it's you know how i feel about gossip yeah i think gossip gossip destroys friendships it Mm -hmm. destroys relationships it destroys family Mm -hmm. i mean and and how do we feel when we know someone's gossiping about us? I know it's right? the worst feeling. Right. So why do we think it's okay to turn around and do the same thing to other people? Yeah. Ah, uh, it have is it? Am I perfect? And do I? I mean, have I gossiped? Do I gossip? Yeah, of course, I I still always struggle with it because it's just so easy to do it without even you thinking about doing it because it's so second nature. But gosh, man. It is so against God's word. It really is. And it's also just, just, it's just nasty. Yeah, it It, is. It tears everything away and breaks everything down. It really does. It it reminds me of that verse, Luke 6, 45. It says, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil things stored up in his heart. For out of the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And it's so true. It's like, all right. Gossip is showing what you're thinking and what your heart is full of. And that's, we're going to the root here and it's a heart problem, you know? And when I realized like I'm gossiping about whoever, I, at the root of it, I'm like, hmm, that's comparison or hmm, that's jealousy. That's envy. Yeah. Yeah. That's not me just talking about someone. That's a deeper issue there. And so, yeah, I'm just ready to be like, I'm not getting myself in these like you know, in these really horrible situations by the words that I speak. So anyways, I think two things that we can do to prevent spilling the tea and gossiping Mm -hmm. is welcoming God before our conversations even start. So like literally just saying, God, I'm going to go into this friendship reunion or I'm going to go into this like coffee date or whatever. And I pray that I do not speak poorly about anyone. You know, I pray that that is a priority. And then two is let's get bolder in literally just calling it out when someone is gossiping or if you're gossiping and say, you know what? Let's just not talk about this right now. Yeah. Or just walk away or just walk away. I mean, gosh, like pick up a fake phone call or something. (laughs) Seriously. If you're not, if you don't have the courage yet to speak up, just at least start by walking away. Yeah. Flee temptation. I I actually had my sister do this um, like last month or something and I was so proud of her. We were, I'll say it, we were gossiping about someone and my sister flat out said, can we just not talk about her right now? Can we not say this? Like, this is really ugly and I don't think she would be happy to hear this. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That was, like, I so respected her when she said that. And I think if you have like, if you're fearful of ever saying that in that situation, like don't be, because yeah. actually at well, the end of the day, because a lot of people are probably thinking it too, but they're not going to yeah, speak up. Yeah, they're not going to speak it. up, and so. like you only respect that person more when they call it out. Totally. Yeah. So, um, there's also one more verse to this too, James one twenty six. It says, "Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongue deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless." Like it literally goes to yeah, say, crazy. like it's worthless yeah. when you gossip like this. Um, okay. And then the last one, number five, we've made it to the number five. Um, gosh, this one, I think we can all agree with is like, I just am ditching inconsistency in 
my time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think we all go in with having like really high hopes and like, you know, those New Year's resolutions of like, I'm going to spend time with the Lord. I'm going to mm-hmm. go into a, you know, a 15 or 30 day fast or whatever it may be. And then after January, you slowly dwindle off with yeah. how much you show up in your quiet time. Yeah. And how... Well, I think it's yeah. also like, you know, Levi Lusco said this, um, a pastor out West, really good. He said... We overestimate what we can do in the long term, but we underestimate what we can do in the short term. Mm. You know, so I think a lot, like a lot of times where I'm doing New Year's resolutions and I'm like, man, I'm going to do this, 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 instead of just starting small. And I think instead of just being like, you know what, instead of reading, instead of saying I'm going to read a whole book, yeah, yeah, or like 20 books for the year, let Mm -hmm. me just start with one. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think that's the same for, um, I, I think doing those small tasks is going to help us build up to the big task because those are small wins. And right. I myself need to see small wins. And I think that's the same when it comes to being consistent with the Lord. It's, okay, the month of January, I'm just going to work on one thing. And I'm going to work on just being with the Lord for 30 minutes or mm-hmm. working on prayer or whatever it is. And then building a habit Mm -hmm. and then building on top of that habit. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, I'm going to pray fast. Awesome. Go ahead and try it. Yeah. But the thing is, is that when we get distracted, when our schedule gets busy, what's going to happen? You know, and I'm also, am I just doing a check off a box or is it a foundation that I need to have that time with the Lord in order for my day to be set? Yeah, that's Because if it's just checking a box and my schedule gets busy and that box ain't getting checked. Yeah. So. So good. And I can learn from that too, is like, what are the habits you can create, you know? Um, I got that book, Atomic Habits, and that Uh goes to show I haven't even read that book yet, and I need to read it. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) But You started off. Exactly. But to have that habit of just, you know what, if all else fails, I'm still showing up in Mm -hmm. my quiet time. I'm still going to be there for the Lord. And um, Archie, on the other side of this microphone, has entered the chat. And he's like, parents, what are you guys doing? Um, but anyways, those are my five. I hope you guys were um, encouraged and blessed by my five, but also, and what we've learned from them, but also I want to hear what you guys are wanting to ditch in yep. 2023. Like we're in this together and I want to be your accountability partner and I want you to be mine too. So share them with me and share them with us. Mm-hmm. And we would love to enter 2024 and just be so expectant and so hopeful that it's going to be a year of breakthrough. Yeah. And just new biblical habits that are really going to bring like transformation in our lives that we've been praying for. Yeah. So, and also send Michaela some ideas on what you want to hear from the podcast. Yeah, what you want to hear from her. Mm, I love that. This is this is her sending off for 2023. <laughs> yes, our sending off. Our sending off. Um, and we're going into 2024 with new hopes yes. and dreams for the podcast. So we want to know, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> What you would like to hear from Michaela. I love that. And possibly Archie. And us, though. And us. Yes. We like Mainly to talk Archie. About, mainly Archie. We like yeah. to talk about all things marriage and all of that, too, now that we are coming up on two years of marriage, which oh is gosh. crazy. We're basically like professionals at it no not professionals Alrighty, you guys well we hope you have a fantastic christmas season and a fantastic new year's we love you guys thank you for listening in the second half of 2023 we will see you in 2024 (laughs) and have a great rest of your day love you guys thank you for listening to the be brave and beautiful podcast be sure to subscribe to our channel leave a rating and follow us on instagram at be brave and beautiful see you next time